710 ESPN presents The Experience, the Experience. with Lafern Cusack, where we go beyond the play and focus on athletes, fans, events, and the biggest issues that inspire and shape our lives. Here's the host of The Experience, Lafern Cusack. Lafern Cusack. Thank you so much for joining me. Today, we're talking intermittent fasting for dummies with Dr. Janet Bonbrill. She is a cardiovascular nutritionist, award-winning author, health fitness expert. Dr. Janet Bonbrill is a nationally recognized nutrition, health, and fitness expert and a published author. Dr. Janet Brill specializes in cardiovascular disease prevention and has authored three books on the topic, Blood Pressure Down. Her second book, Prevent a Second Heart Attack, follows the best-selling book, Cholesterol Down. Currently, Dr. Janet is a columnist for Bottom Line Health magazine. Dr. Janet is dedicated to her field and to the broader goal of educating the public on heart health. She was a member of the Go Red for Women Executive Leadership Team in Philadelphia and is a longtime member of Circle of Red as she volunteers much of her time, expertise, and funds in support of the American Heart Association. She is a trusted source of information for the national media and is a frequent guest expert on local and national television. Nationally, she has appeared on Dr. Oz's show numerous times, CBS, On the Couch, and as a nutrition expert for the Balancing Act on Lifetime. She is a professional speaker presenting her wellness message to professional and lay audiences around the nation. On a personal note, she has completed four marathons and countless road races, many for charitable organizations. Dr. Brill supports the notion of following mainly a plant-based Mediterranean diet for good health and longevity. So let's get down to intermittent fasting for dummies with Dr. Janet. For more information, log on to drjanet.com or the mediterraneannutritionist.com. I'm Laferne Cusack. This is 710 ESPN. Your sports station is 710 ESPN. This the experience is 710 is now. ESPN. I'm LaFerne Cusack. Thank you so much Cusack. for joining me. All right now I'm speaking with Dr. Janet Brill. Welcome to the show, Dr. Janet. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I was uh, telling you, I was telling my husband this morning, oh, I'm going to be speaking with Dr. Janet. We're going to talk about intermittent fasting. And he goes, oh, well, I thought fasting wasn't good for you. And I was like, well, that is not intermittent fasting. <laughs> and he goes, oh, okay. So uh, I can't wait for Very him different. to listen to our uh, interview. So Dr. Janet, how did you get into the world of nutrition and fitness and writing and speaking and um, being an educator about nutrition and daily exercise? Well, I think I've, first, I've always had a passion for it. And I think if people go into what they have a passion for, they're better at it. So um, I studied it in college, and uh, then I decided to make a career out of it. So I went back to graduate school and got every degree under the sun. So, <laughs> and then I wanted to help people. So I wrote books, and that's 
what I do. I give lectures, I teach, I do all kinds of stuff to help people live a healthier lifestyle. Now, what what do you do to help motivate people to get off the couch, especially in these times uh, right now when we're all at home? I tell people that the best medicine is or for for extending their life is uh, to basically do things that are, are natural that uh, eat healthy and exercise it's not it's not magic here but uh, those are the most powerful actions that you can take to take care of yourself which I know is a difficult uh, task at this point in time but I try and tell people that we have no control anymore it seems so take this is one area where you can take control so you can feel in control and that's actually going to um, to help you become stronger and help us all get through these these very difficult times. Now you specialize in cardiovascular disease prevention. What are some of the things that you can say that can help someone who's having you know high blood pressure or cardio- cardiovascular disease? Well, first of all, the reason I, it, 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 it's a personal reason why I actually chose to focus on uh, cardiovascular disease prevention. That's because my father died of a second heart attack. My grandmother died of uh, a stroke and my brother died of uh, high blood pressure and kidney disease. Oh. So um, that so is one of very inspirational for me because I don't want to die of cardiovascular disease, which is the number one killer of American men and women. And what I want people to know is that this is a preventable disease. So your lifestyle, the choices that you make every day when you sit down at the, at the table to eat or put your sneakers on will affect uh, whether you uh, live or die from this disease. Yeah, my father also died of cardiovascular disease as well. And mm-hmm. that's one of the things like I, I went to the doctor last week and my blood pressure is on a borderline, they said, that's never happened to me in my life. And I'm like, wait a second. You have to be very careful. And, uh, you know, that's uh, epidemic. Um, High blood pressure is called the silent killer because you don't feel it. You don't know. You wouldn't have known that you you were on the borderline unless you went to a doctor. And most people have no clue. So because you can't feel it, it's not like you get sick and you and you feel sick. So and uh, it's the number one cause of stroke and it also uh, causes uh, heart attacks. So we have to be very vigilant and and high blood pressure. I wrote a book about that as well called Blood Pressure Down. And uh, there's lots of things that you can do in terms of lifestyle uh, in addition to medication if you choose to take medication that can lower your blood pressure. So dramatically, basically, what I I should go out and walk every day. And or exercise. yeah, definitely. Well, of course, exercise is best medicine. Uh, and what you eat, um, salt, for example, is going to, has been proven to raise blood pressure. And uh, sodium, uh, which is the bad part of salt, uh, is basically permeates our food supply. It's we have ridiculous amounts of uh, sodium in in our food. So uh, if you just cut back on do one thing in your life, cut back on the salt intake uh, dramatically. You, your blood pressure, your uh, pressure is going to plummet. Can you talk about the plant-based uh, diet and it, how that helps your body heal? 
Oh, yes. Uh, well, let me just say that um, with my new book, Intermittent Fasting, Intermittent Fasting works uh, as well. It's, it promotes a really good health, lower blood pressure, all that kind of stuff. So um, I have this, what I call a three-pronged approach to uh, taking care of your body and promoting uh, health and longevity uh, I hope. <laughs> and uh, one of them, of course, is to follow, is to uh, diss the uh, keto diet and follow a plant-based uh, Mediterranean-style diet, which has been proven uh, time and again to be the, the uh, healthiest diet out there, a plant-based diet. We need to eat more plants, uh, less animals, better for the planet, of course, the environment, uh, better for our health. And of course, better for the for the animals. So um, that is the uh, number one way that all all human beings uh, should be eating for uh, for our health. So, doc- and again, for the health of the planet. So, Doctor Janet. So, when my husband said, "Well, I heard fasting wasn't good for you," let's talk a- about what exactly intermittent fasting is. Well, it's different from, and he's correct, because the old style of fasting is not good for you, and that's uh, where it almost you, you fast for several days or even a week, you know, that that's uh, long-term fasting, that's starvation, that's absolutely not good for you. Uh, intermittent fasting is something different. It's basically the most popular health and fitness trend right now in the world, and uh, it's short-term fasting, which is very, very different from the long-term fasting that your husband's thinking about. So it's really not a diet per se, but an eating pattern or an eating schedule. And people love it because it gives you freedom to kind of eat in moderation your favorite foods and tells you when to eat, not really what to eat. So again, it's short-term repetitive fasts, and there's different types of methods out there, and I go through each uh, each of the most popular methods in my new book, Intermittent Fasting for Dummies. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's been scientific. Uh, I guess why I'm so excited about it is because I'm a scientist, a nutrition scientist, and uh, the New England Journal of Super reputable uh, scientific journals are coming out with phenomenal uh, studies showing incredible health benefits, uh, not just weight loss, but all kinds of health benefits uh, from following these types of intermittent fasting or or eating patterns. Right. Uh, I tried it. I tried intermittent fasting probably about six or seven months ago and mm-hmm. it was my first time and yeah. um, I was set up with you know uh, uh, just a cup of coffee by start at 10 a.m. and then have certain foods or soups or crackers throughout the day and then lunch and then dinner and then stop eating by I, I don't know if it was six or so 6 p.m. or something, but mm-hmm. I lost 10 pounds. So you pa- did a, I, you oh, lost 10 pounds? I lost 10 pounds in a week, and I was like, wait a second. This can't be true. Well, in a week <laughs> is not, you want to lose, uh, you want to 
basically zero in and, and target uh, body fat. And so if you're losing 10 pounds in a week, that's uh, you're losing mostly water. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's that's actually not what we want to do. We, this is a, <laughs> more of a slow. <laughs> we we, we want to lose a maximum of like one to, if you, if you need to lose weight, you know, mm-hmm. you can do this. This is a wonderful way of eating that even if you, with, if you if you have no desire to lose weight, you want to gain say uh, muscle mass and and lose a little body fat, but gain muscle, you can do that as well, and that way you can tap into the uh, health benefits um, even without losing weight. But for the large majority of people, they do it to lose weight, and and it's uh, it's uh, works. It's been proven to uh, to work, and it's uh, not uh, it's not magic here. We're not pulling no, a rabbit wasn't. out of a hat. We're promoting uh, healthy when eating. When you follow one of these diets, you're going to be eating less calories and burning more. So that's you know basically the the bottom line. But there's all kinds of other wonderful things that happen when you stop when you do the short term fasting. Uh, what happens is you trigger a an increase in your metabolic rate. You uh, you know. All kinds of things are going on in your body during this short-term fasted state that promote better health. And that was one of the things is that I was not hungry during this at all. I was like, I I felt full all day long. (laughs) Well, one of the things that we recommend, you know, that's definitely a side effect that uh, people are not thrilled with uh, is this feeling of hunger. Uh, So what I tell people is that um, you you need to make sure you're drinking a lot of uh, fluids and calories calorie-free fluids that will um, take the edge off it. And honestly, um, I've been doing it now for probably six months, and um, I do one version called uh, the Warrior Diet, so which is a little more hardcore than what you were practicing, which was probably uh, something like the what's called the 16-8, where you fasted about 16 hours and then you ate during an eight-hour window. So... Um, Anyway, uh, what I'm saying is that in the beginning, yeah, you, there's, there, there can be some side effects. You might feel hungry, you might feel irritable, but they, those tend to dissipate with most people yeah. over time. Yeah, so I wasn't that's, hungry uh, that's at all. another thing to remember. Yeah, it's, it's really quite uh, amazing. So talk about the warrior diet and, and why is mm-hmm. that so hardcore? Well, because I think the most uh, popular version, uh, by the way, I go through five of the most popular methods uh, and how to follow them in my book, Intermittent Fasting for Dummies. So the, probably the easiest and most popular one is called the 16-8. So that's where you, it's uh, what I call an in- eating window plan. So you basically eat during the number of hours that you pick as your eating window. So again, the probably the simplest one is where you uh, fast for 16 hours. And when I say fast, it means you don't uh, consume anything with calories. And then over an eight-hour period, that's your eating window, you decide uh, what to eat, and then you eat during that eight-hour period. So that's uh, the 16-8 method or time-restricted. Uh, the warrior diet, again, is much more hardcore because it's, um, well, there's different versions. The one that I follow is basically called the 24. So I don't eat anything for 20 hours, uh, and I eat 
And then I consume all of my food during a four-hour period. So in other words, I start eating at 4 o'clock and I stop eating at 8 o'clock and then I eat nothing uh, until the next day um, at 4 o'clock except black coffee, water, you know, um, calorie-free beverages, green tea, stuff like that. And what's the so advantage to that? more hardcore. What? Yeah, what's the, the advantage mm-hmm. over the 16A? Correct. Uh, well, I think that um, it depends what your goals are. And the 16-8 is easier <laughs> because, right. you you know, an eight-hour window, then people probably do that now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think the advantage is, at least for me, is um, eating less calories. So I'm going to lose more. I'm losing more weight. Um, I just find it. I don't know, it works for me. And that's another point that I wanted to uh, to stress is that there are different ways of doing this and different, of course, we're all individuals and people need to figure out which way if they decide with their physician that they can follow a diet like this. There are a lot of people that can't. Um, then uh, they need to decide which one is going to work in their lifestyle for them. Right. And look and figure out what their goals are. Right. Um, so how's that working for you? The warrior. It's working great. Yeah. I'll never, I'll eat this way the rest of my life. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I love it. Oh, good. <laughs> and, yeah. and you incorporate the, the diet um, with more plant-based foods. Oh, absolutely. So that's, I think that the, people are very confused about that because they're like, woo, you know, I can eat whatever I want uh, during, you know, you fast and then you feast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that the problem is that when people um, feast, uh, a lot of times if they're not getting the results that they want, it's because they just have this nonstop food fest. So you can't, you can't do that. <laughs> you still have to, um, you can eat your favorite fruits in moderation, but, uh, and also a lot of people follow the keto diet and I am absolutely not a fan of, uh, of doing that. As I said before, and I talked about earlier, this is a three pronged approach to help people live longer prevent disease and um, the ketogenic diet which is super popular now especially combining it with intermittent fasting is very popular because it's a low carb high high animal protein high fat diet and so you know so basically you can eat uh, your uh, foods that I as a nutritionist would tell you not to eat like butter and bacon and stuff like that um, so that, of course, is not going to promote good heart health nor longevity. So my three-prong approach is to pick an intermittent fasting program, combine uh, a plant-based uh, Mediterranean diet with the intermittent fast of choice, and also add in your daily exercise. And that's it. And that's, uh, to me everything you could possibly do in terms of uh, a lifestyle that's going to promote better health and fitness. And also in your book, Intermittent Fasting for Dummies, you have the 5-2 diet. Correct. Talk and that, about that. Um, 
that was also that was called the fast diet. Uh, it was kind of popular um, a couple years ago. Uh, it is basically a form of it, intermittent fasting where you eat regularly for five days a week. You eat healthy, hopefully, uh, on five days, and then two non-consecutive days of the week. You, if you're a woman, you eat about 500 calories a day, and if you're a man, you eat about 600 calories. So uh, a lot of people like that. Uh, I tried it. Didn't work for me because I find I'd rather eat nothing than eat <laughs> 500 calories, which is like a lettuce leaf. Oh, right. So, um, right. But again, uh, there and there's some really good research on the five two diet uh, in terms of scientific data. So uh, it's a wonderful if you want to stick to that and that works for you. Wonderful. Right, right. Uh, and then you have the alternate day fasting and the eat stop eat plan. Can you talk about those two? Yeah. Well, alternate day fasting is probably the most extreme. It also gets the best results in terms of weight loss and treating people with diabetes. Uh, That's where you do a complete fast every other day. So that is super hardcore. Uh, But again, the people that do it and are successful um, and are able to do that, um, you know, they have great results. So that is um, another form that, again, depends on the person if they want to do that. And then there's the Eat, Stop, Eat, which is basically maybe one or maximum two non-consecutive days of the week you do a total fast. So it's kind of similar to the 5-2, except you do a complete fast. And so, and when I say complete fast, there's what people call clean fasting, and that's basically eating uh, zero, no-calorie foods. So, uh, or, or only no calorie beverages. So, coffee uh, with nothing in it, uh, black coffee, of course, a lot of water. You could spritz a little bit of lemon in there that's, you know, negligible calories. Uh, yeah. And so. h- how do you not lose muscle by doing that? Well, uh, first of all, you can gain muscle. I think that it's pretty, uh, what amazed me in the beginning when I started researching it, this form of eating is that the, uh, the demographic that is most interested and most often uh, follows intermittent fasting are young, uh, maybe men, you know, 20 to 40 years old that are interested not so much in weight loss, but in gaining muscle. And it's actually kind of popular in the bodybuilding world. So uh, the, um, the idea of intermittent fasting and gaining muscle mass and losing fat is all in the way that you follow it. So um, you need to weight train, do some heavy-duty weight training during your eating windows uh, because that's how uh, sports, what sport, I'm a sports nutritionist, and you need to get some, uh, some carbs and protein before and after your workout for muscle gain. Plus, there's a, a, a strategy. You have to eat a couple hundred extra calories per week to gain that muscle, um, and you need to eat enough calories so um, that you don't dig into your muscle mass uh, over time. So uh, you can, yes, you absolutely can do intermittent fasting, but you have to uh, strategize your workouts 
uh, around um, around your uh, the timing is everything, and, and of course you got to do cardio to lose that subcutaneous body fat. Right, <laughs> right. So, uh, Doctor Janet, uh, for more information, you can go to drjanet.com, uh, and you have a whole bunch of great Mediterranean recipes on your website as well. The quinoa. Talk about why this is the mother of all grains. <laughs> uh, quinoa is probably one of the best foods on the planet. Uh, that's because it is Mother Nature's version of steak, only without all the um, the baggage that clog up your arteries. So quinoa is a um, is a complete protein. So it contains all of the amino acids, the essential amino acids in the right amounts so that you can build protein uh, muscle from it. So it is a phenomenal food. But the beauty of quinoa is that you're getting your protein. So it's a plant protein. We all need to eat much more plant protein, much less animal protein. So the beauty of quinoa is you're getting your your plant protein, a complete protein, but you're also it's also what comes packaged in with the quinoa that you're not getting in animal protein. So you're getting fiber, which is, you know, phenomenal for um, boosting your, your health, for preventing um, diabetes, all kinds of stuff. And you're getting uh, vitamins and minerals and you're getting antioxidants, which is uh, what uh, plant antioxidants are basically uh help prevent disease so it's just a perfect food and what about supplements i know a lot of people talk about you know if well if you're building muscle you need supplements but some people say well all you need to do is eat the right food like quinoa uh, that's true. I'm not a supplement person. I'm a nutritionist, so I believe in food uh, because the healthiest people are the ones that eat the food and not and don't take the sup and don't depend on supplements. Uh, supplements supplement uh, an unhealthy diet. So what I suggest is, uh, if you want to build muscle, for example, that you be particular about the kind of um, carbs and protein that you put into your body uh, both before and after a heavy-duty weight training workout. So, for example, before, you would want to eat like a slow-carb, something like oatmeal, and add some protein in there. So there's your carbs. The the slow-carb is the oatmeal. And then um, you want to combine that with a protein. I like yogurt because it has whey protein. Uh, and whey protein is great for um, building muscle, um, even though that is an animal protein. But uh, And by the way, don't uh, Greek yogurt uh, has lost most of the whey. So, um, so you don't need a, a protein supplement. Yogurt works just fine. And then after your workout, you want to eat a fast uh, carb. So something like an orange would be great, uh, again, or... Uh, with some uh, a protein, maybe some peanut butter or something along those lines. What, what did you say about the Greek yogurt? I said that it has, when they process Greek yogurt, they it loses a lot of the whey, which is oh. the uh, W-H-E-Y is the, um, the kind of um, milk protein that has been associated with 
uh, an increase in building muscle. Mm-hmm. So uh, body people that want to gain muscle want to eat whey protein. And so um, yogurt is, regular yogurt is an amazing, uh, of course, uh, fat-free is an amazing source of, uh, of whey. But the, when they process it for Greek, to make Greek uh, yogurt, they it loses a lot of the whey. So Got it. Um, that's why I'm saying that. Okay. Uh, this is uh, 710 ESPN. I'm speaking with Don, Dr. Janet Bonbrill, and you could go to her website, drjanet.com. Uh, we're talking about intermittent fasting for dummies, her new book, um, which you could get. Uh, November 17th. <laughs> November 17th, you could get it. And uh, how we can keep fit, healthy, build muscle, and uh, lose that weight if you want right <laughs> if you want to lose weight or if you want to gain muscle Body fat, yeah. who doesn't <laughs> right right um so as a nutritionist uh when someone comes to you what do you advise them or how do you go about advising them for their body type well that's uh an assessment that uh, i would take and um i of course am tuned into cardiovascular disease prevention so i'm going to look at um their body weight i'm going to look at their percent body fat and i'm going to especially uh um their body shape because uh if fat um is gathers around the stomach visceral body fat that's super dangerous. So I'm going to uh, do a measurement of their, um, of their waist and see uh, if they're carrying body fat around the middle. And so like men tend to, uh, to gain weight around the middle and that's super dangerous uh, because that increases the risk of um, all kinds of disease, diabetes, metabolic syndrome, um, heart, heart disease, Etc. So um, I so I'll assess that. I'll look at their their diet and uh, see if they're eating healthy. And then of course I'm going to plug uh, eating a plant based Mediterranean style diet, which is the best for staying healthy and living longer. Now on your website again, drjanet.com, you have the cholesterol cholesterol down on the go app to lower your Mm -hmm. LDL cholesterol. So in my family, uh, like my mom, she she was like 5'1", really cute, petite, but her cholesterol level was high because it was a genetic thing. And I, I, I... don't want to have that. <laughs> uh, well, everyone should know what their bad cholesterol level is, LDL. Okay, you think of it as lethal, LDL. And then uh, the good cholesterol is HDL. Think of it as H is healthy, L is lethal. So everyone needs to know what their own uh, LDL cholesterol level is. If It should be for good health under uh, 100, under 100 milligrams per deciliter. So uh, my first book, which is actually my best sell- my bestseller, is Cholesterol Down, and it's basically how to, uh, and it works like a charm, by the way, <laughs> which is why it's a bestseller. Awesome. Uh, it's getting how to get your LDL cholesterol down if you 
uh, in addition to taking a statin or if you don't want to take a statin. So I would say uh, to your mother and to, to you <laughs> to um, get that cholesterol down so that you could, uh, by the way, heart disease, number one killer of women. Right. So, so uh, we got to protect our hearts, not just the husband's hearts. Yes. So, uh, yes. So you need to, uh, to find that out. And then uh, whichever way you can do it, if you can do it without medication, that's fine. If you want to take a statin, that's fine, too. Uh, it's a life-saving medication or you want to combine uh, healthy eating, my diet, with, uh, with a medication. That's great. However, it works for you to get that LDL down is uh, what your goal should be to prevent the number one killer of American men and women. And you are you on the board for uh, Red Women? I'm no, no, no. Uh, Go Red for Women. I've volunteered for them in the past. That's American Heart Association. I've supported uh, the American Heart Association uh, for years now because, as I said. In the beginning of the show, you know, my, my dad died of heart disease. So um, I believe in supporting the American Heart Association. Yes, yes, me as well. Um, I went, go red, go red. Um, and yes, it's, go red. <laughs> but, <laughs> For women. <laughs> yes. So cholesterol down, you have 10 simple steps to lower your cholesterol in four weeks without prescription drugs. So a lot of a lot of people don't want to take prescription drugs because of the fact that if you t- some say you take a prescription drug and then you have to take another drug to counteract what that prescription d- drug does, you know, of, of course, uh, always consult your doctor. Um, so w- can you talk about some of the tips that you have to lower your cholesterol? Well, it's basically uh, simple stuff, you know, things that you can uh, buy in the supermarket like oatmeal and an apple and uh, quinoa. Getting your on. <laughs> uh, yeah, all that kind of, you know, healthy food. But basically my cholesterol down book goes over each, each uh, food has been proven to lower or target that bad LDL cholesterol in a different way. So when you combine them all together, all of these 10 steps, you have a dramatic uh, drop in, um, in your bad cholesterol that equates to uh, taking a statin medication at first, an entry-level statin. But that's not to say that if you have a family history of heart disease and you have high cholesterol, I am certainly the first person to say to go your your internist and uh, take a statin medication. Do whatever you have to do to get your cholesterol down. And Dr. Janet, can you talk about some of the things that like you do on a daily basis in regards to health and fitness uh, as well as your diet? Like what, what does your day look like for you? Well... <laughs> that I wake up, I get a really good night's sleep. Well, you know, my life is a little different now, uh, like everyone else is. But um, I, in the beginning of the pandemic, was like the rest of the world and kind of... Um, not sleeping. <laughs> not sleeping, yes. super stressed, really sad. And, yeah. you know, it's just such a difficult, awful, awful time. Um, so, but, and I'm very um, fearful of, uh, of, of getting this virus. I know a lot about it. And uh, so I have been doing, I've been working, 
working from home, and I have to say that my godson that's, was writing this book, Intermittent Fasting for Dummies, because it took my mind off all the, the uh, bad things that have been going on in our world. Mm-hmm. So, um, so now I kind of changed, uh, uh, I guess turned over a new leaf uh, several months ago because I was going down the wrong path and, you know, not doing my regular exercise because this is just so, so horrifying this, this time. Yes. So I changed and I started this, my intermittent fasting, you know, and, uh, exercising and doing all the things that I, that I promote. And I've basically decided to make uh, lemonade out of lemons. And so my day, I wake up, I get a really good night's sleep and I wake up, I drink coffee, black coffee. I, uh, get in, uh, 10,000 steps every single day oh, and wow. five days a week I do a, a half hour of uh, resistance training uh, I eat um, starting at four o'clock so I drink a lot of green tea I drink black coffee um, I'll drink a diet soda which you know I know people are like Whoa, what <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> but, you know for my sweet tooth and then yeah. um, and then I'll start eating you know healthy foods for from four to eight i mean i i like watching my shows i'm like everyone else i'm watching (laughs) netflix and stuff and so i'll eat popcorn i'll eat healthy but it's only during my eating period and um i also practice uh um, just a couple minutes every day, which I recommend in my book, Intermittent Fashion for Dummies, um, some mind-body stuff. So I do, you know, a little bit of stretching, some deep breathing, and just uh, natural stress relief. That And that is so important. You know, I talk about yeah, that on the is. show. It's like, it's, it's your body, so, yeah. mind, and soul. Oh, yeah, absolutely, especially now. And I think that um, I hope that all your listeners will will at least take this from me that um, now instead of to try and make lemonade from lemons and to seeing that it's like the world is out of our control now, you can take control and feel something, uh, some form of control back in your life just by... Um, focusing on on doing these things for yourself, mm-hmm. you know, whether it be uh, putting on your sneakers and listening to tunes and getting away from the world and tuning out the world, which is, you know, very, very stressful right now. And then, you know, doing some deep breathing and maybe yoga or whatever, if you do that kind of thing, um, and just taking time for yourself and then um, using that discipline and, and feeling better about yourself right. because it's it's difficult to do, but it's uh, once you do it, it gives you this wonderful sense of okay, I can I can do this, I can get through this, a stronger person. Right, and I know that you know on your website again, drjanet.com, you have ways of boosting your immune system in the time of Corona, and you are scientific and you follow scientific recommendations. What are some? Absolutely. Of, yeah. So, so, talk about some of those things that we can do to, you know, follow the scientific guidelines. Okay, well, first of all, this is a, um, it's called novel. So it's the novel coronavirus, meaning it's new. So our bodies don't have resistance against it. 
So what we have to do is, um, I did a lot of research on the, the Spanish flu in 1918, and um, basically we still don't have, uh, there's a, a vaccine, so uh, the vaccine probably won't be available if, if it comes out until next year for all of us to be able to take. So that means we have to take action now to avoid getting this virus because this is a very, very dangerous, uh, it's, it's dangerous, it's a disease. A lot of people do not have any symptoms, but some people do. We don't really know why. And also what's different about this virus compared to 1918 is that it affects not just the lungs, but all so many different kinds of organs. And, and so it's really scary because we don't even, and we don't know if it stays in the body like right. um, some of the other viruses. So, uh, so basically what I tell everyone is to take this really seriously and to just kind of chop, mark off 2020 and possibly the next few months in 2021 as just uh, to, a time to hunker down and if you possibly can to avoid human contact other than your, your pod. <laughs> so, right. Of course, if you go out, uh, but just think indoors, other human beings, close contact, no, uh, not enough ventilation is not going to be, is, is how this virus wants to, uh, to have, uh, human beings to settle into. So, um, and it's super contagious. So follow the guidelines. Do not go indoors unless you're, you have a mask on and the mask has to fit really well. Um, do not uh, come into contact with people indoors unless they're wearing a mask. And then for not a long period of time, if you can, uh, you know, open the open windows uh, and basically uh, wash your hands a lot, but wear a mask. Okay, that is how we uh, transfer the virus. Mm-hmm. So it's a patriotic thing to do. Uh, wear a mask, wash your hands, stay away from others. If you're, if, uh, other people basically stay with, uh, your, your safe group okay. of people until we can, as scientists can figure this out. You know, so a couple weeks ago, someone texted me and said, Hey, let's go out and have lunch or dinner. And I read it out loud and was like, what? <laughs> what I know because all of us I mean I'm you know it's so it's the most awful thing ever I can't even see my my kids and um, so it, you know it's a it, it, horrific sacrifice uh, but on the other hand and even Dr. Fauci is like you know Thanksgiving we may have to put that on hold this year so the I, way I look at it is okay I'm gonna I'm gonna chalk this year up mark off the calendar I'm just gonna hunger down and and, and give up a lot, but uh, to tell you the truth, I don't want to get this virus. You know what? And I, it, it's it's so. I was thinking about this last night. I'm like, I've lost six people. Like I like yes. It, in yes. in the it's horrible. Like it's horrible in six months, and then it's, it's like horrible. Oh my goodness, I have really lost people. Yes, and um. I, I just realized last night that I haven't really dealt with that, you know, and it's like, oh, well, yeah. are are we 
like what are what are we doing like well this is the worst time certainly in my lifetime it's 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 like war i mean i think that this generation of people except for the all really old older generation we've never experienced anything like this this you know i mean i remember like the vietnam war but this is this is hundreds of over over 200,000 Americans dying. That's, that's like, that's the Vietnam War times what? Times five? Um, it's just, it's just such a horrific time. And, and uh, as I say, you know, you kind of feel helpless. At least yeah. I do. And, and also I, we all just want our lives back. But I think I'm such a realist. And as a scientist, of course, we want to go back to to um, to the life we had. Right. Nobody wants that more, <laughs> right? Than, than than all of us. But we can't because if you look at the pandemic, of, uh, this is a once in a in a, in a century uh, situation, and we just need to ride this out like they did in 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 during the Spanish flu. Right. And so, a lot of people are going to die, and it's going to be a horrific winter. So I just don't want me or my family to be one of them and or exactly. to, God forbid, give it to someone else. Right. So I think as Americans, we need to all uh, just do what the scientists say so that we can prevent the spread of this. And it's we're not doing we're not doing that right now. And it's 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 just a horrible time because so many of our loved ones are dying. Yeah. And it's 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 just horrible so again i i don't want to dwell on 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 negativity i want to switch it over to a more positive thing that what people can do for themselves exactly protect your health protect your health you know you you say take care of yourself now and actually in in a way you know the the fact that you're staying home um hopefully uh can actually be a good thing because people are cooking more right and Cooking for yourself, cooking at home is the best thing that you can do in terms of, uh, in terms of your health because, you know, when you eat in restaurants, someone else prepares the food and they put all kinds of garbage in it. So speaking of, you know, high blood pressure, there's going to be salt and bad fats and all kinds of things and, and the portion size is out of control. So people can take the opportunity now if, to be home and to cook uh, healthy food and to eat well and to, you know, exercise at home like I do. <laughs> yes, yes, me as well. And to try it, intermittent fasting because it's really cool. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, intermittent fasting for dummies by Dr. That's Janet right. on Brill. Yes. <laughs> and um, it's not for dummies, it's for really smart people. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And also you say get vitamin D and zinc. Can you talk about that? Yeah, um, well, you know, they're finding that people that have low vitamin D um, actually have uh, more uh, complications from COVID. So, um, and everyone should know what their their personal physician should have uh, looked at the vitamin D level. That's super important. So, uh, if you are below, which I think something like some crazy amount, like 50% of Americans have uh, vitamin D that's considered too low, then that's where we're going to, that's one supplement that I am 100% all over. So uh, vitamin D3, not D2, D3. And 
And uh, if you're low, your physician will recommend uh, that you take a vitamin D3 supplement, depending how low you are, usually about 1,000 to 2,000 IUs a day. So that's a definite uh, uh, um, supplement to take in terms of preventing uh, COVID and uh, treating it if your vitamin D blood level is, in fact, low. Uh, zinc has been shown uh, potentially to help um, prevent and uh, ward off uh, viral uh, illness. So you could you could take a supplement with it or there's uh, zinc lozenges that some people uh, uh, promote in terms of uh, because the uh, COVID virus is going to start out in, in your throat um, mm. and your nasal passages in your throat. So some people recommend, you know, eating, uh, sucking on the, uh, on a, um, a zinc lozenge um, every day or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, something else you may, might want to consider in terms of your uh, pre- prevention right. for um, COVID. But the be- best prevention is to not expose yourself to it because <laughs> once again, it's crazy contagious. Okay, the one of the most contagious things that we've ever seen diseases as scientists. So that contagious means it wants to jump into your body. So that means we don't want to give it a chance to get into our bodies. That means wearing barrier, a mask that covers your nose and your mouth very well. It means washing your hands uh, so that you don't uh, touch your face with the virus on it and potentially get infected. So do everything you can to not get infected. You don't want to... Um, again, to get this virus if you can possibly avoid it because we don't, as scientists, know the uh, long-term effects of what this virus can do to the body. And we know that the short-term effects are not pretty when it comes to certain people that are very susceptible. It it attacks all kinds of organs that we're not used to seeing a coronavirus attack. So it's, it's, it's very dangerous. This I read an article yesterday that this church in Sun Valley, they opened up without masks mm-hmm. and everything. Oh and now they're a super spreader. And yes, half because of the, singing. Yeah. <laughs> because singing has been shown, you know, anytime that you speak loudly or singing especially, that's happened before where in church choirs, it turns into a super spreader for everyone in the, in, in the whole congregation because uh, of the the trajectory of the virus from people's mouth that could be asymptomatic. So people are think that they're fine, and yet they um, they actually project the virus from singing, and then people uh, pick it up. I think so you might not be sick from it, but your grandma could die from it. Yes, yes, indeed. Um, and also, you have this immune boosting chicken soup recipe on your <laughs> site, drjanet.com. And <laughs> yeah. is that also part of your intermittent fasting for dummies? No, I just um, when I decided to write an article about um, about uh, immune boosting foods, mm-hmm. I created a, a chicken soup where I threw in everything. Oh, I <laughs> so love I it. I have fresh ginger. I don't remember what I put in there, yeah. but whatever it is, it's you know foods that have been somewhat proven garlic, probably. Yeah, uh, to onions boost, to boost your immune system. You have um, onions. You know, so, 
Exactly. And so that's, that's, of course, it, you know, uh, you could throw that into your intermittent fast, but it's, again, a nutritious, uh, we want nutrient-dense uh, foods. So that means that uh, you get the biggest bang for your bite in terms of nutrients, uh, you know, uh, which is why I say uh, the deeply colored foods, like eat like an artist, um, dark leafy greens and purple grapes and stuff like that, you know, yes. uh, those are the Beets. foods, those plant foods that have those phenomenal um, antioxidants and disease fighting uh, plant chemicals in them. Another thing I wanted to ask you is about the dark chocolate. What is it about dark chocolate that that is so good for your body? Now, isn't this the best nutrition news ever? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, you know, dark chocolate is a plant food, you know, so, um, and as I say, we need to eat more plants. And the beauty of dark chocolate is it has these um, plant chemicals, which is um, what I call Mother Nature's medicine chest. And it has, uh, dark chocolate has a lot of these flavonoids, which are um, prevent disease and do all kinds of wonderful things, like low, help lower your blood pressure. But one thing with dark chocolate, you have to make sure is that um, you got to look in the label and make sure that you're actually getting the dark cho- chocolate that has not been, first of all, milk chocolate, that's an imposter, uh, mm-hmm. and dark chocolate that has not been treated with um, alkali. Yes. So Dutch product is not good because the alkali, the processing is going to kill the, uh, get rid of the flavonoids, which is the good stuff that the medicine part. So, um, just a spoonful of uh, dark chocolate, non-alkalinized <laughs> dark chocolate helps the medicine go down. But, uh, so yes, a little bit of dark chocolate every day. And like I tell my my clients um, you want to eat it you know a, a piece not a, not by the pound <laughs> <laughs> exactly it's like oh, wait a second <laughs> can I have chocolate for breakfast mom no <laughs> Oh, no. of course you can. <laughs> as long as it's during your eating window. Oh, exactly. <laughs> no, but children can't intermittent fast, so FYI. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, dark chocolate's great. A glass of red wine is fine. A lot of people say, well, can I do, can I drink with, uh, with intermittent fasting? And I'm like, if you can drink responsibly and it's, it falls in your eating window, you may enjoy a glass. Uh, if you're going to drink, by the way, make it red wine like a Cabernet or a Pinot, because that contains, if you look at the color, mm-hmm. you can see that dark purple is, again, a clue that uh, this plant food contains a lot of the antioxidants, that beautiful purple color. So compare that to white wine, and you're not getting much except for alcohol. And um, before we go, can you just review some of the uh, different ways we can intermittent fast? Um, just a, re- a quick review of the, the things that you talk about in your book. Okay, well, um, in my book, I go through, there's, uh, I think, five that are super popular uh, ways, methods of intermittent fasting. So one is, the first one is the easiest. It's called 16-8. You fast for 16 hours. Uh, you have an eight-hour eating window. You do that every day. Uh, so that, or there's other versions of uh, eating windows. Um, so you could do 18-6. 
where you fast for 18 hours, you eat for six, et cetera, et cetera. Second one's the warrior diet, the one that I do that I like, and that's where um, you basically, well, there's different versions of it. Uh, One version is where you uh, eat, they allow you to eat a little bit during the day, during your fast, Uh, you know, maybe fruit and vegetables, but I don't agree with that. So I like, I I like the 24, so where you fast completely, only drink calorie-free beverages, and by the way, drink, 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 water, water, water. Yes. Um, a lot. Uh, plus, uh, I like coffee, black coffee. I call it uh, the ultimate health food. Uh, I actually call it plant juice. <laughs> and again, if you look at the color of uh, black coffee, you can see that dark, beautiful, dark brown is just chock full of antioxidants and uh, it is the number one source of antioxidants in the American diet which I find fascinating Mm -hmm. so but just don't ruin your coffee with um, bad fats cream and sugar yes Uh, let's see so there's the 16-8 there's the warrior diet there's the 5-2 where you eat five days a week normally and then the other two days you eat uh, either 500 calories if you're a woman or 600 calories if you're a man uh, then there's the hardest one, alternate day fasting, the super extreme, uh, complete fast every other day. And then the last one is eat, stop, eat, where you uh, fast either one full day, uh, 24 hours, once a week or twice a week, uh, non-consecutive days. Fantastic. And uh, I'm going to try this Mediterranean diet. And I'm oh gonna, yeah, and I, I can't wait till your book comes out because I'm I'm going to do that as well. And okay, oh, yes, and I have a bunch of recipes in there so oh, um, that are easy to make and yummy. So uh, I hope that you will uh, enjoy your time in the kitchen and uh, make healthy food and learn to uh, to appreciate. Uh, the incredible taste of uh, Mediterranean-style plant-based uh, foods, yes. and uh, you'll see that it's it's a it's a wonderful way to eat. Um, extra virgin olive oil. Uh, I talk about that a lot uh, because I'm a big fan. Uh, again, um, I talk about how to buy the authentic stuff mm-hmm. that's really healthy because a lot of things that you a lot of the uh, olive oils that you buy in the supermarket are basically not authentic and oh wait wait a second (laughs) (laughs) wait a second (laughs) so how do i know i guess i gotta get your book right Uh oh you gotta get my book (laughs) yeah so uh, and um evo or extra virgin olive oil is what makes food tastes so superb on the Mediterranean diet plus uh, the seafood that that I advocate eating a little bit of. Or if you choose not to, uh, if you're a vegetarian or uh, a vegan, uh, more power to you and more plant food. I think it's great. (laughs) I just find that personally I can't follow that and I I like to eat a little bit of uh, seafood. Mm -hmm. But that's another uh, strategy that I talk about in my book, the kind of plant fish protein um, strategy for eating. You know, so I'm really excited to share this with my son as well, because he's eight. He loves salmon and sushi. 
Oh, that's salmon wonderful. Salmon and sushi. Like he went to the doctor. Salmon. He had his the all-time best. He, he, he went to the doctor for his checkup and the doctor mm-hmm. asked him, well, hey, what's your favorite food? He goes, salmon. And the doctor was like, what? What? <laughs> well, you're a good mom because <laughs> uh, that's amazing. And salmon is, is a phenomenal food because it's low on the mercury uh, in the mercury department, um, low, a low mercury fish, which is great. Mm-hmm. And, um, um, also, it's high in the uh, really healthy omega-3 uh, fish fat, which we should all be eating a little bit of, uh, unless we're uh, vegan, then you can get um, algae. So, yeah. Awesome. Good for you. Well, you know? I, I thank you so much. And I, I'm sure my husband's going to get a lot out of this interview as well. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. Well, thank you, right, Dr. So listen, you stay, go ahead. Laferne, you stay healthy and I hope your family stays healthy oh. and wear your mask. Thank you. And you as well. Dr. Janet Bond-Brill. She is cardiovascular nutritionist, award-winning author, health fitness expert. And we can get your book. Uh, when can we get that? It comes out November 17th. So it's available on uh, Amazon now for pre-order. So Intermittent Fasting for Dummies by me. <laughs> Yay, Dr. Janet Bombrill. And again, you could go to drjanet.com and themediterraneannutritionist.com for more information. Thank you so much, Dr. Janet. It's been a true pleasure. Oh, thank you. I'm Laferne Cusack. This is 710 ESPN. You've been listening to The Experience with Laferne Cusack, getting the residents of Los Angeles, Orange County, and all of Southern California closer to their community. It's The Experience with Laferne Cusack on ESPN LA 710.